You're listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. Today's sermon is Education of Yah, Creation, Days 5 through 7, the Books of Jubilees, Genesis, Exodus, and more. As always, in the description box of this podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry where you can study this information on your own and continue to build your relationship with our one true creator. On the fifth day of creation, Jubilees chapter 2, verse 11 through 13. And on the fifth day, he created great sea monsters in the depths of the waters, for these were the first things of flesh that were created by his hands. The fish and everything that moves in the waters and everything that flies, the birds and all their kind. And the sun rose above them to prosper them. And above everything that was on the earth, everything that shoots out of the earth and all fruit bearing trees and all flesh. These three kinds he created on the fifth day. So on the fifth day, we get great sea monsters in the water. We get fish and everything that moves in the water. We get birds and everything that flies and their kind, meaning butterflies, bees, wasp. When he says great sea monsters, the Bible does talk about Leviathan. That is a separate sermon, but sea monsters and creatures that are quote-unquote mythological creatures were actually real. And there are skeletal remains, just like dragons were real, and there's remains of them within the earth as well. Same way with giants. You just have to do your research. Let us look now at what Genesis 1, 20-23 says. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that have life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moves, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. So again, if um, people would actually read the Bible, you can see how evolution, God said everything came out of the waters, every living creature. He said that in Jubilees. He said that in Genesis. That's why scientists are trying to prove that we evolved out of the sea. But in a way, they aren't 100% wrong. However, where they differ is this. They take God out of the equation and say over a billion years, man came from a fish and evolved into a monkey and so on. No, that's not what happened and that's not what God said. God said, 
that he let the waters bring forth every creature that has life and every fowl bird that flies in the air every insect every fruit tree everything so one must put god's word back into evolution in order to understand that evolutionists and what god's word said actually they kind of line up except you take the billion of years out and you take the we evolved from out because we never evolved what we were was created and that's different our hearts and minds evolve they change they grow and we've covered that before but we never have come from anything other than God himself <clears throat> on the sixth day of creation Jubilees chapter 2 13 through 16 and on the sixth day he created all the animals of the earth and all cattle and everything that moves on the earth and after all this he created man one man and one woman created he them and gave them dominion over all that is upon the earth and in the sea and over everything that flies and over beasts and over cattle and over everything that moves on the earth and over the whole earth and over all this he gave him dominion and these four kinds he created on the sixth day and there were all together two and twenty kinds and he finished all his works on the sixth day all that is in the heavens and on the earth and in the seas and in the abysses and in the light and in the darkness and in everything on the sixth day God created all the animals of the earth, all the cattle, everything that moves on earth. He created only two people. Not a generation of people before Adam and Eve. And I hate to break it to you, not Lilith, because Lilith is another entity completely separate. She was never Adam's first wife only Eve and the rest is serpent seed doctrine lies so creation day six in detail Genesis chapter 2 is exactly what Jubilee states but in more detail Genesis 2, 5 through 25 states, And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, for there was not a man to till the ground. So when you go back and read in Genesis 6, or not Genesis 6, Genesis 1, on the 6th, 
day of creation where it said God made man, male and female, he, them, only two were created in Genesis chapter 1. For Genesis chapter 2 tells us exactly why. Because there was not a man yet to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the earth. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So again, Genesis chapter 2, 5 through 25 is the recap and more detail of creation day 6. Let's look at verse 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. And the name of the first is Pison, that is, which encompasses the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Bedlam and Onyx Stone. And the name of the second river is Gion, the name that encompasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third is Hittichel, that which goes around the east of Assyria. And the fourth is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou may eat freely, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, Thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helpmeet. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead. And the rib which the Lord had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. And therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked and the man and his wife and were not ashamed. And this is why chapter 2, again, is a recount in Genesis of in-depth events on creation day 6 and not a separate creation itself. Understand? I pray so. Because when God said he rested on the seventh day, he didn't change anything. Jubilee said it was done, finished. He said, I am done, finished. Rest 
on the seventh day, that is my holy day, I created everything perfect for you all. But I know that you guys are going to mess it up. He still called it good. And he still said, this is the plan. And this is the events that are going to take place. And it is perfect. And I don't have to do anything else. So therefore, there was not another creation day and not a separate event of man. Man was never before Adam, point blank, period. So God also said when it was all done that there were 22 different classifications of his creation that we listed in all three of these sermons. And do you recall the number 22 in our sermon on Abraham and his sons and grandsons who actually total to be 44 people that were taught the Lord God Almighty, Abba Yah's righteousness. If you don't remember what that 44 and 22 number means, then I urge you to please look at Abraham and his eight sons and grandsons. But as a reminder, Dr. Stephen Jones states the biblical meaning of 44 is rooted in the number four, which is the number of the creation, particularly the earth. But the four is doubled almost as if to illustrate to us the contention between two people who have the desire to be chosen to rule or to inherit the earth. Yet 44 is also a double of 22. The number 22 is the number of the sons of light. So the true chosen ones, 44, are closely related to the sons of light, which is what 22 means. And who are the sons of light? For the Lord God tells us we are. Genesis chapter 2 again tells us why man was created, which is why we either choose to inherit the earth or to rule and be oppressors. When the Lord God says we have dominion over the earth, he did not say go and oppress people in all nations. That's not what he said. When we choose to inherit the earth, we are choosing to put on Abba Yah's morals, his values, and his ethics, which are known as righteousness, and we act out of love towards all his creation. We do not tear down, we do not destroy, we do not hurt, murder, kill, harm, or steal from each other, our neighbors, our animals, our planet. Genesis 22 verse 4 states, These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face. And then on day six, 
the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. And God gave man his soul to love his creation that he created for us. Even when all we do is destroy it rather than lifting up his word to protect it. God made man all of this for man to love. God let man name the animals. And if you recall on creation day one, God said he created everything from his heart. What does Genesis chapter 1 24 through 31 say regarding creation day six, because I did not read that to you. I only read you Genesis chapter two. Genesis chapter one on creation day six says, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind, cattle and creepy thing and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so, and God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creeps upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creepy thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, created he them and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful and multiply and fulfill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth and God said behold I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. That's what Genesis Chapter 1 says about creation. And it's easy to get confused when he, it says in verse 27, he created he, him, male, and female, created he, them. When we associate male and female with multiple people, because that is what we're taught. It's just like the word replenish. In verse 28 that we have discussed and there's a separate sermon on that for a reason because replenish means to fill to fill up never again or never to refill that is not what replenish means it means to fill up it is a French word in origin day seven of creation Jubilees chapter 2 verse 17 states, And he gave us a great sign, the Sabbath day, that we should work six days, but keep Sabbath on the seventh day from all work. Jubilees 2.25 states, And he created heaven and earth and everything that he created in six days. And God made the seventh day holy for all his works. Therefore he commanded all. 
on its behalf that whoever does any work thereon shall die, and that he who defies, defiles it shall surely die. So we shall, you know, look at Jubilees 2.25 and the meaning of the word die. Those are separate sermons are already for death has more than one meaning for it is spiritual death and not so much a physical. Always have to keep things in perspective. So again, Genesis 2 verse 1 through 3 confirms this and states thus the heavens and earth were finished and all the hosts of them and on the seventh day God entered his or ended his work which he had made and rested on the seventh day from all his works which he made and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his works which God created and made so jubilees tells us what the Sabbath day is. The Sabbath day is the seventh day. And guess who removed the word Sabbath out of Genesis chapter 2 verses 1 through 3? The Council of Nicaea, the Roman Catholic Church. How do we know this? Because Exodus chapter 20 verse 8 through 11 tells us this, just like it should. Because guess what? The book of Jubilees was written by an angel and given to Moses. I'm almost definitely sure when it was given to Moses on Mount Sinai when he received the Ten Commandments. Because Exodus 20 is part of the Ten Commandments. And we're going to read 8 through 11, which states, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So if someone's trying to learn the Bible, don't you think that in creation day one, Genesis should read and on the seventh day, God hallowed it and called it his Sabbath because it is a day of rejoicing. The Sabbath is supposed to be our time with God, a time to rejoice and worship him and glorify him for he created us. Yes, we have to go to work six days a week five days a week, four days a week, depending. But at the end of the week, we are supposed to be glorifying God with praises, hymns, and songs, and coming together because he created everything. And the changing of times prevents us from knowing exactly where we are at in his time frame, which is why he says, I will restore my feast days. I will do this and I will do that because time, just like he said, has been messed up by man who wants dominion over the earth instead of to inherit the earth with God as planned from day one. So, Jubilees chapter 2, 21 through 22 states, And thus he created therein a sign, in accordance with which they should keep Sabbath, 
with us on the seventh day to eat and to drink and to bless him who created all things as he has blessed and sanctified unto himself a particular people above all and they that should keep sabbath together with us and he caused his commandments to ascend as a sweet savor acceptable before him all the days we are supposed to commune and eat with god and bless god for creating and give thanks for all that we have on the seventh day but religion has removed and corrupted the seventh day and it's no longer holy but his people who are seeking his word that's part of our next step brothers and sisters is to come together and to restore and find what days are really his feast days and to promote a new way which is god's kingdom and so god asks after this series if his soldiers are ready because his return is so much closer than what we know which is why we are in the time of revelation and revelation means revival and his word is being revived and being heard around the world as always it's never goodbye but i'll see you later